0: Welcome to the All That I Am podcast. I am your girl, Lady Vivian Jacobs. And basically here, this, this segment, these segments, these uh, the past week that we had the teaching, this week, and then we have one more week of teaching, this is all a special edition, a special edition for the I Am Becoming Her challenge. This will also, this is being recorded and it's going to be uploaded to my podcast so I want you to if you have your girlfriend that's doing the challenge with you um, or whoever and they did not they were not able to uh, dial in on tonight I want you all to let them know that they can go back and listen to the podcast and then also if you miss something you can go back or if you want to hear it again You can go back to the podcast and listen. So thank you all so much for tuning in on tonight. And thank you so much for joining this challenge. And I was so really in awe of of the many people that bought the book and uh, many of you that joined the challenge because what it said to me is that I am ready to become all that God has called me to be. I don't care what's stopping me. I don't care what's standing in my way. I am ready to become. Any time, and it's really leading me into my teaching. So let me just go ahead and give you a little bit of backdrop. So we're in week five of the I Am Becoming Her Challenge. We have one more week, one more week. We're in week five. And so basically the title uh, that we're covering on tonight is chapters four and five in the workbook for those of you that have just joined. And that is entitled Faith or Canceling Fear and Doubt. Faith, in order to have faith, you have to cancel fear and doubt that may come up against you. And then also, we're also going to be identifying what's stopping us. If you've been uh, following along in the workbook, you should have been able to, or you should have completed that section of identifying what's stopping you. And then also what goes along with faith, it comes right in alignment is affirmations. Positive affirmations help to build your faith. They help to build your faith. And so it's all very strategically placed and created for us to cover around the same time, because while we're canceling fear and doubt, we're going to be building our faith with positive affirmations, with the word of God. Your affirmations should include the word of God. And so we're going to go ahead and jump right into that. We just completed, for those of you um, that may just be joining the challenge. We completed the couple two weeks ago. I want to say we completed chapters one, two, and three, which was on goal setting mission and vision for your life, creating your mission and your vision statements for your life, and then also setting those goals. So if you missed out on that teaching, I want you to go back and listen to that because it's so many nuggets that's going to help you on this journey of becoming. I want you to go back and listen to that on my podcast. I am Viv J podcast. Okay. So chapters one, two, and three, we already completed and I'm about to do a teaching right now on chapters four and five, which is faith canceling out fear and doubt and identifying what's stopping you and those positive affirmations, creating those positive affirmations. And so can I tell you something? When you are on your journey of becoming, there's always going to be things that are set in your path that would appear as an obstacle. There's always going to be something put in your path that appear as an obstacle, right? I said appear as an obstacle. I'm very strategic with the words that I'm using. It's put in your path. some things are there and it may appear like an obstacle. It may make you wanna quit. Whenever you make up your mind to say, I want to be all that God has called me to be, I want to walk in purpose, I want to walk in my destiny, I want to complete my assignment, the enemy is not happy with that, right? And so there are going to be things that are set in your pathway. Think about it. When you set out to accomplish a goal. Something in your life, you, you decided to go to school or you whatever it is that you decided to do, you know, the enemy will try his best to put something in your path to discourage you, to stop you, something to make you want to quit, something to make it feel like it's difficult, something to make you question yourself and say, is it worth it? Something also to make you question yourself and say, do I have what it takes? How many of you have been in that place while you're on this journey of becoming, you ask yourself the question, do I really have what it takes? Can I really do this? Is God really calling me? Is he really speaking to me? Is his hand really on me while I'm doing this? While I'm pursuing, am I doing the right thing? In the comment section, I want you to begin to let me know. Have you ever been there where you have questioned yourself? And here it is also where you may have even questioned God. Right. Because we have all most of us, I'm not going to say everybody, but most of us, some of us have probably received like a prophetic word from a prophet or something we know within ourselves that God has called us to do. Right. Most of us have received that or we've seen that or we have some inkling of what God has called us to do. And as soon as we make it up in our mind that this is what I'm going to do, this is the path that I'm going to take, you know, and and try to do things the right way, the enemy will put things in your path purposely that are sent to discourage you, to make you question whether this is really your purpose, whether you're really capable of doing it. And so that's what we're going to deal with on tonight, how to overcome those things, how to overcome those giants that are in your life. Because can I tell you something? We all have giants. We all have something that is in our face, that is in our life, right? That is there and is sent to stop us. And also, as I'm beginning to teach this, and and it's really beginning to be revealed to me even the more, we need to, and I'm going to get into this more, but I want you to keep this on your mind. You've got to change your perspective about certain things, even when it comes to giants, when it comes to obstacles, you have to change your perspective. Anything of value is not going to come easy. Anything, I'm sure all of you can attest to that, just living life anything of value is not going to come easy it's going to cost you something and it's worth the cost your purpose is valuable and it's worth the cost that comes with it your destiny is valuable and then also and i can speak from personal experience you are your most fulfilled and powerful self when you become and you continue evolving. Because when you become on that certain level, that's not it. There is more. You're going to continue to become. You're going to continue to evolve. And so when you feel like you're walking in that lane, right, you're in that vein and you're doing what you know God has called you to do, yes, sometimes you may have some doubt. Sometimes you may even say no to certain things, but you know you're in In that lane, there's a sense of fulfillment and joy that comes with walking in your purpose and walking in your destiny, and your calling. And so I have a few questions that I want you all to ponder. I want you to really think about it. I'm a questions person because I want you to really, really have something to take away and to think and to take inventory and reflect over your life. What's stopping you? What's, what's really stopping you from becoming all that God has called you to be? That's what this challenge is all about. I am becoming her. What are you becoming? What's stopping you? And some of you that are bold, I want you to begin to put it in the comment section. What's stagnating you? Maybe it's not stopping you, but it's caused you to lose your momentum. What has caused you to lose your momentum? What stagnates you? What is your biggest obstacle, right? When it seems like you take one step forward, you take two steps backward. What is that thing that's causing you to take those steps backward and to not continue to move forward? What is it? You have to make sure that you you ask yourself the question and you don't have to answer it on tonight, but I want you to be aware of what it is that's that's stopping you because the Bible lets us know to be not ignorant of Satan's devices. And so what is he using that's causing you to doubt, right? Back to our title, that's causing you to doubt what it is that God has set before you. One of the main things that stops most of us all of the time is fear. Fear, one of the main things is fear. The root of a lot of what stops us is fear. And it's fear of several things, fear of several things. And can I tell you something, and most of you probably know this, but fear will paralyze you. It will paralyze you. I've been there. I have been there. Fear will, it will keep you stagnant. It will make you stale. It will make you depressed when you know you're supposed to be doing something that you're not doing and you're not walking in your purpose and you're not trying to go after it the way that you know that you should. It will cause you to have all of these type of emotions, right? And so it will paralyze you, it will stop you from reaching your destiny. When you think of a paralyzed person, they can't move. They can't go anywhere really without assistance of a wheelchair, but it will stop you, it will stagnate you. But we've come to overcome fear on tonight. And so some of the things that uh, fear, some of the ways that fear will stop you, a lot of us have a fear of being inadequate, right? Whatever it is that God has called us to do, we have that fear of being inadequate. And basically what that means is not really being able to do it the way that God has called you to do, or you feel like you're lacking something somewhere in you, right? You feel like you're lacking something. You feel like you're inadequate. You don't have what it takes. That's what I want to say. Sometimes when you are walking on this journey, and even after you have said yes, Sometimes you will have that feeling that you don't have what it takes, that fear of inadequacy, right? And then one of the big ones, somebody put it in the comment section, but sometimes we can have that fear of being rejected. If we can all be honest on tonight, we want to be accepted. Nobody wants to be rejected. It's not an easy feeling when you feel like you've been rejected. It's not easy. I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that it is it is not easy when you have that feeling of rejection right and then another fear that we have on this journey of becoming is the fear of change and when i say that what comes to mind is getting out of your comfort zone sometimes we become complacent in our comfort zone right Sometimes we become complacent where we're comfortable and we're not looking for anything extra, anything new. We're not wanting God to do anything new in us because we're comfortable where we are. That's a dangerous place to be, to be in a place of complacency where you're too comfortable and you're not willing to take the necessary step to continue becoming all that God has called you to become. And so, As I was preparing on tonight and as I was praying and studying, the Lord had given me some keys to overcoming giants because all of those things are basically giants in our life, giants in our life, giants on our path that are sent to stop us or to alter us. And then also I want to put this in here while we're talking about that everything is not from the devil. Sometimes God will put things in your path to help mold you to help shape you, to help pull the best out of you. Can you think about something that you've gone through and you thought that it was so hard and you didn't think that you would overcome it? And then when you look back over it, right, you see how it helped to shape you, how it helped to mature you, how it helped to bring the best out of you. But while you were in it, it was difficult for you to see that. (laughs) It was difficult for you to see how God's hand was in it. But his hand was in it all along, And so we have to remember that and know that even while we're on this journey of becoming, there are going to be giants on our path, right? And even the ones that the enemy sends and the ones that the Lord has placed there strategically for us, it's all working together for your good. Wherever it comes from, it's all going to work together for your good. And so David, one of the stories that I want to talk about in the Bible as we're talking about overcoming giants is the story of David and Goliath. Mm -hmm. Most of us are probably familiar with that story, right? (laughs) And so David was thought to be unprepared for this battle. He was a young boy. I want to say he was about 15, between 14 and 16. He was very young, right? And nobody could feed the giant. And, And the children of Israel, they were all afraid of the giant right? The giant was nine feet tall and he had lots of armor on him. (laughs) And this was the big giant. This was the enemy of God's people. And he wanted one man to come and to battle with him because of his size, he thought and knew that he was going to defeat them. And so David begged King Saul for a chance to face the giant. He begged King Saul because he saw and knew that everybody else was afraid. (laughs) And and Saul is trying to figure out who's going to fight this giant. (laughs) And so David begged King Saul for a chance to face the giant. And even in him begging uh, King Saul to face this giant, the Lord rescued him. The Lord was there and he showed up mighty and strong because he was willing to go to the battle. And not only was he willing to go to the battle and to face the giant, key words, he was willing to show up and he was willing to face the giant. And so not only was he willing to face the giant, but he had the courage and the faith to know that God was going to use him to defeat the giant. He knew it in advance. It was a confidence that he had in God. The scripture says, the Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will rescue me from the Philistines." That's in first Samuel. He didn't say he could. He didn't say it would possibly happen, but he said he will rescue me from the giant so he had the faith to know already he hadn't even fought this giant yet and many people were defeated but he had the faith to know that he would defeat the giant because he had faith and confidence in God he was confident in the power of God on his behalf so the question isn't whether the giants will show up right the question is Will you have the courage and the faith to face them and to know that God has already given you the victory? Do you have the faith to know and do you have the confidence to know that God has already given you the victory to overcome whatever giant it is that you're facing, whatever giant that is in your path, whatever obstacle that is in your path that is trying to stop you from becoming Do you have the faith to know that God has already given you the victory? You just got to show up. You got to show up. You can't conquer what you are not willing to confront. And I know we've heard this before, but I want you to hear it again for the first time tonight. You cannot conquer what you are not willing to confront. And so I asked you some questions in the beginning. What giants are you facing? What are some things that have been on your path that is stopping you from becoming all that God has called you to be. What are some of those things you've got to name those things, whether you name them or not, they're already there, whether you name it, it is still there. And so. I like the opportunity of being able to identify those things because that's the chapter in the workbook. It says to identify what's stopping you because the scripture, even as I said, is to be not ignorant of Satan's devices. And so when you're, when you know what's coming against you and you know, the thing that comes to discourage you when you're on your path to completing your assignment, when you're on your path to to going after your purpose wholeheartedly, you know, the prayers to pray. And you know how to overcome it. But if you don't identify it, then you won't know. And so that's why it's important to identify those giants. I want you to begin to put that in the comment section. I can't conquer what I'm not willing to confront. You cannot win a battle that you will not show up for. You can't win a battle that you will not show up for. Put it in the comment section. I'm going to show up on this journey of becoming, I may not know all the answers. I may not feel as confident as I should be, but I'm going to show up. I'm going to show up and I'm going to allow God to move through me as I'm walking, as I'm fulfilling my purpose and my destiny. And so you've got to make it up in your mind that I'm going to show up. I'm going to show up. And when you show up, God can move through you. He can show up as well. But if you don't show up, you can't win a battle that you're not willing to face, right? And so you've got to show up. You've got to make sure that you do the hard thing, the uncomfortable thing, right? It's uncomfortable. (laughs) And, And I can attest to that. It is uncomfortable. If I can be honest, if I can have a little bit of transparency on tonight, I don't like talking in front of people most people that are close to me they know that (laughs) they know i do not like talking in front of people this podcast was a leap of faith right this podcast and even this challenge it was a leap of faith it was me saying that i'm going to show up i'm gonna show up i'm gonna confront my fears i'm gonna confront my giants I'm gonna confront those things that have stopped me in the past because you can continue to be in that place for as long as you want to. you can continue to you know lie complacent and be stagnant. But it's not going to be until you make that decision. We've got to make the decision to say, I'm no longer going to be complacent. I'm no longer going to be paralyzed by fear. Who cares if I fail? Who cares if people don't receive it? As long as I know that I'm doing what God has called me to do, then I'm okay with that. You know, as long as I'm doing and I'm in the place where God has called me to be, then it's going to be okay. Everybody's not going to receive it. Everybody's not going to accept it. Everybody's not going to be supportive or to push you, whatever the case may be. You've got to do what God has called you to do. And so my first key in in overcoming your giants is recognizing who God is and not only who he is, but who he is to you. In order to overcome your giants, you really got to have knowledge of who God is and who he is to you. Our God is all powerful, right? We hear it all the time, but it is so very true. He's all powerful and he's all knowing. He knows your end before your beginning. He know. he already know. He knew that you weren't gonna wanna do it. He knew that there was going to be fear. He knew that you were going to feel like you were inadequate. He already knows. He's all seeing. He's all knowing. And guess what? His record is good. Sometimes we've got to remind ourselves his record is good. He's never failed me and he's not going to start failing me today. And so we've got to remind ourselves of the word of God. We're talking about canceling fear and canceling doubt. The only way you're going to be able to cancel that is through the word of God. You've got to build up your faith, right? And then also knowing who he is to you. He is your father. And I want you to think about your natural father. Your natural father wants the best for you, right? Your natural father is there to help you. Your natural father, as well as God, your spiritual father, we serve a capable, able, and ready God. Put that in the comment section. I serve a capable, he's able, and he's ready to move on my behalf. But I still got to show up. I still got to make the decision to go in the right path. I still have to acknowledge him in all of my ways. We serve a capable, able, and ready God. There is nothing too hard for him. and if he's down on the inside of you, there is nothing too hard for you, but you've got to have the faith to believe it and to know. And some and, and most of the times, God just wants us to ask him. My husband was just teaching on this and it really just opened up my understanding even the more. So, and some things he just wants us to ask him. He just wants us to ask for his help. And not only that, after you ask for his help, you got to take your hands off of it and you got to allow him to work through you. You got to allow him to help you. You got to, but a lot of times our fear kicks in and it grips us. And we won't allow him to help us, but we have to make sure that if we want to overcome these giants and we want to continue on this journey of becoming and evolving, because it is a journey. It never stops. (laughs) When you conquer one thing, there is something else for you to conquer after that, that's going to seem even greater. So you have to make sure that you recognize God for who he is, and then you recognize him for who he is to you. And then my second key, I hope you all are taking notes because I have a a bunch of keys. (laughs) My second key is you got to realize that you can't do it in your own strength. You cannot do it in and of your own strength. Don't forget who's fighting for you. Don't ever forget it. Don't, I want to remind you, Whenever you're facing something on this journey of becoming or in your life overall in general, don't forget who's fighting for you. And this speaks again to our faith. Joshua one and nine says, have not I commanded thee, be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed for the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. Can I tell you something? One of the things that helped me, anytime I have to do something that I'm not most comfortable with doing, I started talking to myself, right? You got to build yourself up. You got to, you cannot rely on people to build you up. You cannot because they are not going to be there all the time and you don't want people to feel like you're dependent upon them. You are depending on God. You cannot depend on people. No. They will fail you, we will fail you, we are human. You can, so I had to begin to speak to myself. Anytime, even on my job, new tasks that I take, you know, anything that I'm taking on and it feels like I can't accomplish it. Or maybe that fear comes up or maybe those feelings of inadequacy, you know, come up or whatever the case may be, whatever it is that's trying to stop me. And if we can be honest, we gotta talk to ourselves. Sometimes you gotta talk to yourself. And one of the things that I always tell myself is God is with me. God is with me. And if you really know that God is with you, you know that you will not fail. God is with me. And so even like when I have to speak and even as as I said on my job, when I have to do new things, I just picked up a whole nother department And and I'm still trying to keep up with all the responsibilities of my other three departments. And so now I got four departments with more direct reports, with more problems. I mean, they've been calling me every day with problems, more problems to solve. And I have to remind myself that God is with me. If he didn't think that I could handle it, he wouldn't have given it to me. He wouldn't have trusted me with it. If he didn't think that you could handle it or know that you can handle it, he wouldn't have called you to it you wouldn't be in that position. And so God is with you and you are more than capable and able to become all that he's called you to become. And so that's one of the things that I tell myself. And then also uh, one of the things I was, I actually had taught this other class and another woman of God was on here and she said something so powerful and I took it from that day on and I use it when I have those feelings where I want to give up or where I feel, let's just be honest, we're all human. We have those feelings. First lady and all, I have those feelings sometimes, you know, but I learned to speak to myself. I learned to speak the word of God and to things in prayer. And one of the things that I've learned on this journey, one of the things that I tell myself is I was born for this. I was born for this. Not only is God with me and he's in me and he's enabling me to complete the task. He's enabling me to do it, right? So I will not fail, but I was born for this. Before the foundations of the world, before I was formed in my mother's womb, I was born for this. He predestined me, he preordained me for this. And that's what helps to to build up my faith. And so I encourage you, whatever it is that you're facing, whatever it is that you have to do on this journey of becoming, and you may have those feelings in your mind, you gotta remind yourself, God is with me. Somebody type that in the comment section. God is with me. I will not fail. I will not fail. God is with me. And I was born for this. And even as I said, you got to realize that you cannot do it in your own strength. And I think about the scripture uh, in 2 Corinthians when Paul prayed to be released from his weaknesses, you know, and and so much that was going on, even with him, the men of God the apostles, so many things were going on with him, even those in high places, the people that you don't think the bishops, the pastors, we bet everybody have those feelings every now and then. So you are not alone, but I'm giving you these keys to help you to overcome so that you can still become all that God has called you to be. But back to my story, talking about Paul, second Corinthians uh, 12 and nine, it says, But he said to me when he asked to be released from his weaknesses and the things, you know, that were uh, keeping him bound, that were keeping him stagnant, or the thing, the thorn in his side. The uh, scripture says that, but he said to me, My grace, talking about the Lord said to him, My grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in your weakness. What that says to me, and even the scripture here, it says, therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest upon me. Don't be afraid that you have weaknesses. Don't think that because you have weaknesses that you can't do it. You can't do it and that's why we need God. And you've got to be okay and be able to admit the fact that I have weaknesses. I have proclivities. I have things that are stopping me. You know, but even in that, you've got to know, you got to know without a shot of a doubt that his grace is sufficient for you. And you can hear somebody saying it all day long. You can read it in the scriptures all day long, but you've got to know it for yourself. You're going to continue to stay in that same place where you are until you know it for yourself. And you make the decision to really believe the word of God for yourself. It's letting you know here that his grace is sufficient. So even when you feel insufficient, his grace is sufficient. He will be your strength when you feel weak. So you can glory in your weaknesses. Yeah, I ain't got it all together. I don't have, you know, I may not have the answer to this or I may not have the answer to that, but I know that God is with me and he will not allow me to fail, right? He will not allow me to fail. And so the third key that I wanna talk about is you must realize that God chose you. You didn't have a choice in the matter. He chose you to complete that task. He chose you. I'm going to talk to my, my people in ministry. He chose you to, to be on that ministry. God chose you. You've got to know it. And a lot of times we can't accomplish and complete what we need to because we're questioning whether we should be there or not. <laughs> even even in, in, in the secular world, in the career world, whatever, it, whatever the case may be, we're questioning whether God really chose. God, you've got to know. Can't nobody tell you. They can tell you, but you got to know for yourself that God chose me to be here. He chose me out of all of David's brothers that were thought to be more qualified than him. God still chose him. There are some other people that can probably do it better than you, but God chose you. He chose you to do what he's called you to do. And you've got to know it. And can't nobody do it like you can do it. Nobody. People wouldn't be people without their ways. Yeah, you may not say it the way people say it. You may not do it the way other people do it. You've got to learn to embrace that. Embrace that. That's who God has created you to be. I hate the way I sound on the microphone. I will not go back and listen to myself speak. I do not like the way I sound, but God created me this way. I'm not gonna go try and change my voice and try and sound like somebody else. Can't nobody be you better than you are. So you gotta know that God chose you. And even the way that you do it, that's the way God chose you to do it. You can't change certain things. Now, of course you can become better and you can sharpen certain skills, but certain things, just that's just the way that God created you. I can't change how high and, and I run out of breath. Well, I got to work out. I do got to work out. Um, that'll make me, give me a little bit more endurance. <laughs> but I can't change certain things as a relay. I can't make my voice sound hard. And that's just not me and I'm not going to try to be somebody else. I can't. I can only be me. (laughs) So I want to encourage you, be who God has called you to be, becoming her, becoming who God has called you to be, not who he's called somebody else to be. Get your eyes off of the way somebody else does it or the way somebody else leads. Or the way, whatever the case may be, get your eyes off of that. You can't focus on the way God wants you to do it because you're too focused on the way the other person did it. No, no. You need to embrace your difference. Embrace your difference. Somebody type that in the comment section. I am embracing my difference. Whatever way God has called you to be different and the way he's called you to do it, you've got to embrace that. And you've got to know that he still chose you. Yes, somebody said, you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. You're not, (laughs) you're just not. You can try hard all day and you're going to kill yourself trying, but you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. And you got to be okay with that. And one of the things I had to realize on this journey of becoming you gotta be okay with who you are and you gotta be okay with who you are not. Certain things I'm not going to accept because that's just not me. That That's not who, and I know, since I know who I am, I'm not going to try and do something that I know God has not called me to do. Now, I ain't talking about y'all that's operating in fear and just saying, no, because I'm afraid. But I'm saying when you know like you know, <laughs> it, it it it's okay to to say no to certain things that you know are not conducive to your purpose. You know that's not the lane that God has called you to. Right? So you gotta be okay with who you are. You gotta be okay with who you are not. And you gotta be okay with who will not receive you. Some people just not going to receive you. you it, it, it just don't work for them. And it's okay. That's why even when you think about restaurants, there are certain restaurants that you like better. There are certain restaurants that you prefer over another. It's okay. We got to be okay with with who accepts us, who does not, you know, and also with what you are and what you are not. Embrace what you are. Maximize on what God has called you to be. Maximize on that. And so when fulfilling purpose and when fulfilling destiny, even as I said, you must know that God is with you. And even as I said, you've got to sometimes remind yourself that God is with you. I'm talking about say it out loud. God is with me. Before you got to do something, before you got to take on a new task, you sometimes have to remind yourself. I ain't going to tell y'all how many times I said that before I got up to preach on Sunday, both times I had to read. And you know what? God will send the word that you need right when you need it. Mm -hmm. Right before I got up, somebody texted me and it was, it, it, was, uh, it was, it was, it wasn't like a friend. It was like a mentor, somebody that I looked up to. Um, and I don't even know how they knew I was about to preach or whatever the case, but they sent me the text that I had just said to myself and said, God is with you. That is exactly what they sent me. And I'm like, okay, God, all right, all right, let me, you know. So it just kind of helped me to feel more comfortable. You know, whatever it is you need to do to help you feel more comfortable, you need to write down those scriptures, whatever the case may be, You got to do something so that you are not stagnant and so that you are walking in your purpose and you can get all that God has called you to get. And even when you make up your decision, make up your mind, even as I said, there are still going to be things that'll come in your way, you know, after you've already, you know, uh, built up your faith, that'll try and tear you down. But you got to keep rehearsing the word of God. You got to remember that God chose you. You got to remember that even though you feel insufficient, God is sufficient. You know, everything that you need, you can find. In him, and we've got to really trust and depend on him. And then uh, another thing that I want to tell you about overcoming giants is that you've got to change your perspective. You got to change your perspective. Could it be that the giant you see is really meant to push you closer to your purpose? It's really meant like, you know, think, think about a person or something, you know, that irritates you the most, you know, on this world road of becoming, right? Or a person that you you kind of feel like is against you, whatever the case may be, thinking about this giant that David had, you know, somebody, something that is bigger than you, that you know that you think in your mind can conquer you. You know, you've got to change your perspective, the way you see things. You can't think of, you can't think that of things the same way. You know, on this journey of becoming, you've got to change your perspective. David and Goliath the giant. He thought that it was difficult. Well, they thought that he didn't think, he knew. He, David had a confidence that we all need to have. <laughs> he knew that the God in him was going to allow him to defeat the giant. But all of the other people that were around that were afraid to fight the giant, they thought that it would be difficult you know, because the giant was bigger than them, right? And because of what they had seen happen before. But David never would have been king without this giant. He never would have breached his destiny or completed his assignment had he not shown up to the fight and faced the giant. He never would have saw that God was able to work through him, right, and allow him to give him the victory if he did not show up if he did not change his perspective. And so instead of thinking of the giant as something to defeat you, you know, you've got to think of the giant as something that's going to help pull the best out of you. Something that's going to help prove you. That's going to help prove you. Some of us ain't been through nothing. It's going to help prove you. And it's really giving you the opportunity to prove yourself. Your giants are necessary. They're necessary for your pruning. They're necessary to your process of becoming. They help to pull something out of you. They help to mold you and to shape you. you know. And they help to build your faith to know that God is working through you. They help to build your faith to know that I can do it. I can do it with God. You know, even though I have this fear, I'm still going to show up, you know, and I'm still going to do it. And then once you complete that task, it helps to build your faith to know that with God, I know that I can. In the beginning, I didn't think that I could, or I had doubts or I had fears, but I showed up and I allowed God to move through me, to work through me, you know, but if you don't show up, even as I said, you, you, you'll you never know but you have to change your perspective to know that it's not sent to defeat you necessarily, but it's sent to pull the best out of you. It's sent to pull the best out of you. And once you change your perspective, then you can change your prayer, right? You can change the prayer that you pray, you know, on this journey of becoming and overcoming so many things. Lord, change my perspective. Help me to see it the way that you see it. Help me to get what I need to get out of this lesson. Whatever this is, help me to get it. Help me to get it, Lord. Help it to pull the best out of me, right? Help it to shape me. Help it to mold me. You know, instead of praying for God to deliver you from it, he needs to deliver you through it, take you through it. You don't want to forfeit certain parts of the process, any of the process. You don't want to forfeit it. You know, you need to go through it so that you can get what you need to get so that once you do become, you're able to function in that level because you were processed, right? You're able to function in that because you were processed and you didn't forfeit the process and you didn't run from it. You've got to face it. And all of this speaks to your faith. And so my question to you tonight, as I'm nearing my close, is are you feeding your faith or are you starving it? What are you doing? What are you saying to yourself? When was the last time you spoke to yourself, right? When was the last time? I want you to really think about that. Really think about that. Are you feeding your faith? Are you speaking the word of God to yourself? Or are you only speaking defeat and saying how you can't do it? Or making excuses as to why you can't do it? You know, what are you saying to yourself? Are you feeding your faith or are you, whatever you feed is going to be the strongest, period, point blank. Whatever you feed is going to be the strongest. But I want you to make the decision tonight that I'm going to feed my faith. I'm going to feed myself the word of God. When I face these giants on my journey of becoming, I'm going to build myself up in the word of God. Sometimes you got to disconnect to build yourself up in the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We can say scriptures all day long till we forget the value and the impact that they have. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so in order to build your faith up, because whenever you don't have that confidence in yourself, it's basically saying you don't have the confidence in God. So you've got to build that faith up. Are you feeding your faith or are you starving it? And so our lesson, um, if you all have your workbooks, I want you to get it because on page 25, we talk about um, the, the giants, just basically what I'm talking about now. But what I want you to see Is it's asking you to write down five things that's stopping you from living the life that you desire, from accomplishing your goals, from becoming all that God has called you to be. I don't want this to just be a teaching and you walk away with nothing. I want you to really feel this out. Like what is stopping you? Write it down. And then not only that, on the next page, on page 27, it says to write a prayer about how you plan to overcome your giant. How do you plan to overcome those giants? What are you going to do that you haven't done before, right? What are you how what decisions are you going to make to get out of that comfortable place so that you can fulfill your God-given assignment, your God-given destiny because it's it's all it's up to you. It's your decision. You've got to make the decision. And so what are you going to do? So I want you all, you don't have to do it now for the sake of time, but I just want to bring that to your remembrance. I want to make sure you complete these sections so you can go back to it. So you can go back to it. When those giants come up again, you can read the prayer that you wrote. How are you going to overcome those giants? And then also some of the scriptures that go along uh, with this week, uh, they're actually in the book of cultivating uh, your relationship with Jesus Christ. And it's for week five, because that's the week that we're on in the challenge. I'm just going to give these to you. Matthew 21 and 22. It says, and all things work together. That ain't what it says. It says, and all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive. What has he promised? What has he promised to you, right? What he has promised you shall certainly be performed but you've got to make a decision god is waiting we're not waiting on god he's waiting on us to make that decision and so i want you to study these scriptures that's what the challenge is about spending time in the word of god spending time in prayer matthew 21 and 22 and all things whatsoever ye ask in prayer believing You've got to believe it. You shall receive it. Of course, according to the will of God, you know, but even concerning your purpose, even concerning overcoming the giants, you've got to already believe it and know that it shall happen. What he promised, you shall certainly receive it. It shall be performed, but you've got to know it. It speaks to your faith. You've got to know it for yourself. The next scripture is Luke 1, 37. It says. Uh, what are the other scriptures? Luke one thirty seven it says, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. So our scriptures basically speak to faith because in order to overcome fear and doubt and in order to overcome your giants, you've got to have faith. And so those ba- that's basically what the scriptures speak to. Um, Luke 1 and 37 says, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. And then the third one is from 2 Corinthians 5 and 7. It says, we walk by faith and not by sight. Right? You you can't be concerned about what you see now. You know, on this faith journey, you've got to be able to see what your physical eye cannot yet see. You've got to see yourself already becoming what God has called you. You got to see yourself in that place already. You got to see, you got to see it first. It starts in the mind. Even as we've said, if you attended some of my other teachings, the mind is so powerful. It starts in your mind. It starts with the thought. And so you if you can think it, you can see it, you can believe it, and then you can obtain and you got to see yourself there first. Right. And then the last thing that I want to give you, the last key is that we must understand that God created us to conquer. We are wired to win. It's a fixed fight. You're wired to overcome the giant on this journey of becoming you're wired already to overcome it. You're wired already to have the victory. You know, I can remember going back to school and it it, it was a struggle because I have, I had, I had four children at the time, got pregnant while I was in school, had to, you know, had my child and I took six weeks off and went right back to school, went right back to work, you know, but I had to understand that even in this, God has already wired me to win. I'm going to conquer this. I'm going to complete this. Yes, type that in the comment section. I am wired to win. So, whatever it is that you're facing, you have to have the faith to know that you are wired to win. It's already a fixed fight. He already knew your end before your beginning, He already knew it already. You just got to know it and believe it. You are wired to win. And so even as I was saying, I had moments where I wanted to give up, but I had to speak the word of God over my life. I had to. I had to speak the word of God over my life because if you don't, the enemy will begin to play with your mind. But you've got to focus on God. In becoming, your focus has to be on God. You got to get rid of distractions. In this faith walk, your focus has to be on God. In order for you to conquer, you've got to keep your focus. The enemy has sent distractions in some of our, most of our way, a lot of the time, and it gets us off track and it causes us to doubt. You want to know why? Because we've taken our focus off of God. We've taken our focus off of the word of God, and we've stopped speaking his word over our life. And so the last thing I want to give you all is about the positive affirmations. And so most of you that are a part of the community, you've seen that we've been covering positive affirmations. And all this is, is a way to build your faith. How many of you have positive affirmations? If you don't, you need to get them and make sure they include the word of God. You need to get them you know, because they help you on this journey of becoming, you're going to need it on a bad day. You're going to need it on a rainy day and on a good day. You have to make sure that you are rehearsing the affirmations, the word of God. That's all that it is. It's building your faith. It's building your confidence. And you hear people say it all the time, but try it for yourself. It's true. Try it for yourself. It works. What we think in our mind is eventually what we believe. We are consciously saying statements that will either add to our life or subtract things away that do not need to be there. That's basically what the affirmations are doing. They are powerful and they help your mindset on a daily basis. They will help to increase your feeling of self-worth. Yes, they will. They serve a purpose. They are powerful. The Bible says, even as I said at the beginning, that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. What are you saying? Are you feeding your faith? And even as I said, we cannot depend on others because they're not going to always come through when we want them to. We are all humans and we are all flawed and we all got things going on. So you got to make sure that you can encourage yourself as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he what are you thinking in your heart about yourself about your purpose about what god says about you what are you thinking you've got to train your thoughts to see what you do not yet see and even as i said that speaks to your faith it speaks to your confidence and as i'm getting ready to end when you are confident in god you will be able to be confident in yourself. And the only way you're going to be able to be confident in God is that you've got to rehearse the word of God. You've got to spend time in him. You've got to spend time in his word and in prayer so that you can develop that confidence in who God really is and what he's able to do through you. Anybody, even as I said in the beginning, if you find yourself with a lack of confidence, in, in, in what God has called you to do, there's an underlying lack of trust in God. There's an underlying lack of trust in God. Um, I think I said this scripture, but I want to give it to you again. Joshua 1 and 9, as we close. Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of good courage. Yep. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord God is with you, whithersoever thou goest he's with you. God is with you, but you've got to know it. Even when it's hard, you got to remind yourself that God is with me and he will not fail and I will not fail, right? Even when it appears that you may be, you will not fail. And what may seem like a failure to some, it's really not, because guess what? At the end of the day, it's going to work together for your good. You will not fail because what may seem like a failure it's really not. It's still a win. It's still a win. God is with you. And even as I said, I want you to remember that. I want you to know that. Fill complete these sections in your workbook if you have not already. We are already up to chapter five. And actually this week, because we're behind in our teaching, this week we're actually on chapter six, which is identifying your tribe of support. So I'll do a teaching on that um, in a couple of weeks. But I want you to complete the sections that we're on because we'll be coming to an end on our last um, teaching Um, and, and there'll be more information on that. But I want you to make sure that you are feeding your faith and you're not starving it. If you didn't hear me say anything else today, feed your faith. Ask yourself the question, what am I saying? You shape the world that you live in by your thoughts. First by your thoughts and then by your words and finally by your actions. What are you thinking? What are you saying? And what are you doing? Right? What are you thinking on this journey of becoming? What are you saying? And then what are you doing? All three are important. All three are important. And then the last thing I want to say, because I really feel this to say, most times... Our own mindset is our greatest giant. Our own mindset. Think, we will talk ourselves out of some things. Most of the time, our own mindset is our greatest uh, giant. So we can stop blaming people (laughs) because most of what we blame on people has already taken place in our mind. Most of the time, our greatest giant is our own mindset. Whether it's that mindset of fear, that mindset where you feel like you're going to be rejected, you know, that defeated mindset, that mindset of inadequacy. Most of the time, your greatest enemy is your own mind, is your own self. So we need to rid ourselves of distractions and excuses, right? Excuses that we make for ourselves. And we need to ask God to deliver us from us. Type that in the comment section. God, deliver me from me. And I believe that he's going to do that through this challenge. As you do, follow the blueprint in here and do what it's saying. And basically, it's just taking you back to the word of God, back to the foundation, right? God, deliver me from me. Deliver me from a defeated mindset. Restore my faith. And I even hear the spirit of the Lord saying on tonight to believe him again. Believe him again. And to believe him, and my husband was preaching on this a while back, but it it still rings in my spirit today. Believe him for the hard thing. Whatever that thing is that you feel like you cannot do, you feel like you cannot accomplish, you feel like maybe you've done it before and you failed, believe him for the hard thing. Go back and do it again. Go back and believe him again. Believe him again and believe. put it in the comment section. Lord, I'm believing you for the hard thing. Let God be God. We're too busy trying to be God ourselves, but you've got to take your hands off of it and say, I'm ready to become and allow God to be God. Allow him to move through you, allow him to lead you and direct you and to speak through you. Allow him to be God in your life. Take your hand off of it and allow God to be God. Put that in the comment section. I'm allowing God to be God. Allow him to be God. And you got to trust him with everything. You got to trust him. You got to trust him with your fears. You got to trust him with your inadequacies. You got to trust him with your failures. You've got to trust him with everything. Allow God to be God. And that is all I have for you all on tonight. We have been here for an hour. I thank you all so much for joining us. I pray that this has blessed you in a special way. I pray that you can take this and you can apply it to your life. Complete the sections in the workbook, complete the challenge. And I really encourage you to make sure you write those affirmations and you can speak the word of God to yourself, for yourself, to help build up your faith, to help you on this journey of becoming. Because even as I said in the beginning, the giants are going to be there but you gotta make sure that you have those keys, even as I taught on tonight, to help you to overcome those giants. All right. I want you all to um, go ahead and hold on one second. I want you all to um, go ahead and if you if you haven't uh, finished the sections in your workbook. I want you to go ahead and finish those sections offline. We're going to get offline. You ain't even got to do it tonight, but I want you to complete those sections. So when we come back again for our last teaching, we'll have most of the workbook completed, you know, and that's going to help you on this journey of becoming. And so thank you so much for joining the All That I Am special edition podcast episode of the I Am Becoming Her Challenge. This was week five and we just completed our teaching. And I thank you all so much. I pray that you were blessed. And then if you missed some of it, or if you wanna come back and catch the replay, maybe you didn't hear something you thought you heard or you just wanna confirm, you can go back to the podcast and listen to that. So until next time, remember, remember that you are going to become all that God has called you to, but you've got to make that decision. You've got to make those decisions that are conducive to your purpose and you've got to intentionally walk in your purpose. All right, I love you all. Thank you all so much and I will see you next time. Be on the lookout for things that we're going to be dropping um, in the community to help keep you on track to help keep you in line uh even with uh the challenge and where we are in the workbook and uh that's all i have i love y'all talk to y'all lady good night